NIV uh, version and uh, Psalms uh, 126. Yes. Verse 1. Yes. When the Lord brought back the captives to Zion, we were like men who dreamed. Wow. We were like men who dreamed. Yeah. So we're talking about the Israelites, right? We're talking about the Israelites. That verse was written concerning the plight of the Israelites, how they were slaves for 400 years. And then a time came when the Lord turned their captivity around. Wow. We were like men who dreamed. I wanted us to ponder on this. It's such a beautiful psalm. You know, most of the time we read it and we don't take time to appreciate everything that goes into that one verse. Just that one verse alone. This is years, 400 years of slavery. This is 400 years of all you know is being slaves. You have these colonizers that your great-grandfather was under. Imagine what this meant for them at the time. There was no record of them being free, right? Like it's what you see that you believe it's your inheritance. If your dad is a smith man or he works with his hands or you have a family business or maybe a doctor, there's generations of doctors in your family. You grow up wanting to be a doctor in most cases. Like if your great-grandfather was a physician and your father was, you want to be that. You find all these families where, you know, there's lawyers. I see them wanting to be lawyers all the time. If you grew up and your dad used to fix things around the house, you have that tendency to fix things around the house. And you feel that is your gift. You feel that is your portion in life. In that same way, if you are born into royalty, I mean, every one of Prince Charles, okay, it's King Charles now. Every one of his children know that they are royals forever, even if they choose to leave like Harry chose to leave. It doesn't stop him from being a royal. So imagine what you know as your inheritance, what you know as your way of life is you are under the subjection of a certain group of people. This was all they knew. Generations after generations, children born were going to be slaves to the Egyptians. And then a day comes and things began to change. And I want us to understand that it didn't just happen instantly. There's a verse I want to read about setting expectations and how they eventually come to pass. Because in Exodus 13, from verse 18 to 19, I want us to read it and see the genesis of all this. So when they came out of captivity, this was what happened. God led them in a roundabout way through the wilderness toward the Red Sea. Thus, the Israelites left Egypt like an army ready for battle. Wow, this is a generation of slaves. When the Lord turned their captivity and they were free, look at them. An army ready for battle. Look at how quickly your titles change when the Lord turns your captivity. You're no longer known as a slave. The tides have changed and now you are an army ready for battle. 
These people had never traveled outside the boundaries of Egypt. Egypt was all they knew. Being slaves was all they knew. But when God led them out, he took them in a roundabout way. He took them through the desert, through the Red Sea. These were experiences they never had before. But they were willing to go through it because they trusted God. And even though many of them held on to a hope that didn't come to pass and their children would eventually reap the benefits of this hope, it was something that they didn't see it coming because it's been so many years. But there was a belief and a trust that this day was going to come. Because in the very next verse of Exodus 13, after verse 18, which is verse 19, it says, Moses took the bones of Joseph with him. And I'm reading the New Living Translation. Moses took the bones of Joseph with him, for Joseph had made the sons of Israel swear to do this. Guys, this is what he made them swear. He said, God will certainly come to help you. When he does, you must take my bones with you from this place. I think it's serious business when the bones of a man are waiting to be delivered. I think it's serious business when the bones of a man choose to be a witness to your deliverance from captivity. This was over 400 years ago. But there was somebody that believed that God was going to turn the captivity of the Israelites around. I want you to see that somebody had believed for them. Even though the people this person was giving instructions to were all dead at this time. All the people he was saying, make sure you take my bones with you. They were all dead. But this message that Joseph gave was carried on from generation to generation to generation. Because one person had a hope and a belief that their captivity was going to be turned around. So regardless of what you are used to, it could be a pain, it could be a loss, it could be injustice, it could be unfair treatment, it could be something in the bloodline that has lingered on. God knows the day he's appointed for you to be delivered from that thing. It is already set in motion. It's already been decreed thousands of years ago. That Jesus Christ will come and liberate us and give us the power to move supernaturally. And so, even when it's hard to believe it, it's a truth that will certainly happen. Joseph died and left that belief of being turned away from captivity. He died and left that belief. He didn't even see them captive because remember, there was this Pharaoh that came and you know, hadn't heard anything about Joseph, didn't know anything about Joseph. And so he decided to make the Israelites slaves because he didn't want them to be so populous and overpower the Egyptians because they were so blessed and they had so much. So he wanted to, you know, cut them short. Isn't that what the enemy wants to always do? Just deprive you of joy, deprive you of gladness, deprive you of riches, deprive you of every blessing possible. That is exactly what the enemy always does. But Jesus Christ came and did things on the earth and gave us the power and the authority to live differently from the plan the enemy had for us. To live free 
and delivered. So no matter how long that bondage has existed, God wants to bring you into this deliverance and this freedom such that your mind will be so blown up. You'll be like, am I having a dream? Am I having a dream? Wait a minute. Am I having a dream? I don't know what you're going through, but I want you to place an expectation on God. It is not wrong to place that expectation. Joseph left it with them. He said, take my bones when the Lord delivers you from this place. And remember at the time, he had placed the Israelites in a very fertile state. They were doing so well. Things were not bad yet. But everything he said to them about taking his bones and everything, Moses, hundreds of years later, fulfilled it. How much more what the Son of God has told you, he will do for you. What his word says will be your portion, is your portion. How much more? It is going to come. And one day, life as you know it, the patterns of life as you know it, the things you're used to, the things you thought were your normal, will change. And God will bring you into his new normal. And you will be amazed at this new place. Can you imagine finding yourself outside the borders of Egypt, going into the wilderness, crossing the Red Sea, experiences that your forefathers never had. Can you imagine you being a recipient of those, those blessings? That is what God has in store for you. Don't forget to listen to our podcast because there is a limitless supply of God's spirit that wants to reach you. And I pray you're a willing vessel to listen and also share and see that God's truth is released upon those you love to see breakthrough in the lives of those you love. And I encourage you, please grab spirit, spirit, spirit. You need this book. I don't want you to miss the detailed truths the testimonies of God's tangible presence moving in your life that you may not have seen until you are able to engage this and see them clearly outlined for you. So I encourage you, grab this book for yourself and your loved ones and take the time to read it. God bless you. God's face shine upon you and have just a beautiful day. I love you so much. Okay, have an awesome day. Bye now. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.